the pretend that we hear it. <laughs> yep. Hey friends, this is Musing Methodist, where we discuss important issues and topics for Christians to ponder. My name is John Duff. I'm the assistant pastor here at Centenary UMC in Danville, and today we're talking about what not to say to someone who is grieving, as well as talking about some strange slugs. But we're excited today because... I am Jill Winter. I am the children's ministry director here at Centenary. I have the best job here. Oh, really? I do. Do you? Best job for you? We are all different. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Priscilla Johnson joining us as well, who needs no introduction, but say hi, Priscilla. Hi, I am Priscilla Johnson, and I am retired from as the custodian here at Centenary, so as recently as October last year. And currently, she's super awesome grandma and pastor. Pastor. And... Other and stuff. her son refers to her as the, the legend. legend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, is there a saying like the woman, the myth, the legend? Because it doesn't, it's not all M's. No, I think it's like, the man, the myth, the legend. Right? Yes, but, but and, you're a and woman. And the women are somewhere in there. I don't know. And then we have Beyond. Kathy with us who is always, or most of the time, is with us. So say hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> So we like to start the podcast with just saying, how are we doing and how are you doing on the show? If you want to accept in, we have a lot of comments already. I like having the comments up here I uh, so I can see. Chatty crowd today. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, but I love this the group here today. So how are you all? You all have already like spent time together. You all had lunch, right? Yes. Where'd you go for lunch? Twice. To the conference room. Uh, yeah, 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 that's true. So you ordered... Guadalajara? Yes. Mexican? Cool. That's good. Was it tasty? It was very good. Is that your favorite Mexican place in town? My favorite is Mi Pueblos. Okay, cool. I think they're all my favorite. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I mean, I'll eat anywhere. I haven't been to the one over... The only one I haven't been to is the one that's by the Penn Station in that one. Los Rodeos. Yeah, and I want to try that one. Mm -hmm. That's good. At some point, but... I don't eat Mexican all the time, but Ron says you're growing up to be a child. It's true. Hey, Carol Delaney. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, but Ron says his daughter graduated in 1988. And we so have the same go. name. Yeah. Oh, Jill, Jill and Jill. Oh, cool. Awesome. So how have you all been? How has your weeks been and weekends and Good. just say anything? Okay. Kathy's going first. Good. Yeah. A lot going on, but it's yeah. yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. Paxton is back at school. Back back to uh, all in person school four days a week this week. Awesome. She's loving it. Came home totally excited last night. Yeah. Got to see friends that she hasn't seen since school and out last yeah. year, you say that. Yeah. It's hard to believe. That is. Yeah, it's been like a year since like it was Wednesday. It was a Wednesday, yeah. right? That yeah. it was like you gotta shut down. Right? So one year since Corona, so this day in history. It's been I am glad that I did not know it was going to take as long. Because you would have been uber depressed at the been, very beginning? Yes. Yeah. I would have. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's been a hard year not knowing. I can't imagine yeah. it would be yeah. knowing. Everyone so. has like 
it, the date of like, oh, we'll be back to normal, but it keeps getting pushed yeah. back <laughs> for sure. But also, Priscilla's healed. So how have you been, Priscilla? It's been I, quite a while since I've seen you, but I'm you doing can just well. Family's doing well and growing and uh, yeah, having good weeks and just missing centenary at this moment. Oh yeah. So she's grieving centenary, just yes. like we're going to talk about today a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and. Paul just moved into a new house. Yes. That's really his, fun. He bought his first house. And he very was, exciting. The kids love it. And yeah. That, that is very cool and fun as well. How's John? I'm doing okay. I mean, uh, I mean, it's there's a lot going on, and it's rough with, you know, Rimmelson's passing and, and the Morgan family. It's been a tough and, week. Uh, trying to... To balance all that and care for Chris and the family, so. Um, but also, I'm glad that to be here and mm-hmm. to be part of that for sure. So, um, that's good. I paid my water bill today, so that's good. Was it a surprise? No. Okay, good. <laughs> but well, it's the only second time I paid it, and they give like the first time. You know, they give you those little white things, and then I, I just. You There's no way I asked them. No, no, no. Here's the deal with the water bill. I asked them if there was a way that I could like do an automatic payment because that's how it, most of my bills are. They just, but they were like, "No, we don't do that." I'm like, "You guys are so old school. They mail you a like thing, and then you got to go in and pay." Or and you if can, you don't you get it online, in time, yeah, that complicates you gotta pay more. things. But that's that's life. You Sorry. Oh, they do. You do automatic payments. Oh. It's like an ACH, I think is what they do. Okay. Well, maybe I can try to figure that out sometime. All my other bills are automatic, except my mortgage. I I just go in and pay that online, though. That's online. Anyways. Okay, Jill, how are you doing? I am doing... I really love the weather outside right now. Have you been running? Um, This is the perfect weather to go running in, but I have a sore knee at the moment. Yeah. Um, So I'm trying to take some days off to see if it will miraculously heal itself yeah yeah true that's sad but it feels better today so it is it is it is very very nice oh they so they okay yeah patty said they do have an automatic (laughs) cool sweet well call out the water department i need to work on it sorry i just like you know i'm uh I'm not used to this technology stuff. Or they just told me the wrong thing. They told you the wrong thing. So, but anyways, so that's how we're doing. Love to hear how you all are doing uh, to stay checked in with you all. But our, okay, also today, did you guys know that today is National Meatball Day? Oh, we missed out by ordering Mexican. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently Fazoli's is doing this deal that if you, uh, What's the deal? If you buy more than five dollars, you get a like meatball slider on like their their breadstick breadstick meatball slider. Huh. So, which sounds pretty decent, yeah. but also like not substantial. So, like you have and you have to buy something to get it. So I'm like, it can't be my meal. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. It's like you get a meal and a half. I and know. You and it's either it. too much or too yeah. little. Yeah. Awesome. Bonnie's walking at the park while listening. Oh, Perfect. Nice. That's a great yeah. thing. We love doing that. And we love when people do that. Uh, just, just don't drive and watch. You can drive and listen. But don't. We should podcast from the park one day. Oh, that would be fun. Do that. If we could get a kind of dome. Which, 
I'm in my, one of my sermons coming up. I'm going to talk about the geodome. It's going to be fun. Anyway, sorry, that's maybe kind of okay. Let's get on track. Okay. We are having one animal news segment today. So uh, if you have been on this podcast, you know that we like the animal news. And today we are talking about a slug that can be, first it beheads itself. So it, it's talking about beheading itself and it it doesn't die. It regrows its body. And so, okay, let me let me read a little bit here. Researchers discovered that two species of slugs, I don't know how to say their name, can regrow <laughs> their body after cutting off their own head. Some animals like this do this voluntarily. Uh, the researcher, she said she couldn't determine why the slugs shed vital party part vital body parts, but some animals do it to remove internal parasites that inhibit their reproduction. And so they had this experiment with them. And so it says they began to, after they would shed and then they would regenerate their heart within seven days, which is crazy. So they can live without a heart. heart. And then after 20 days, the slugs had regenerated the entire bodies. Some of the older slugs uh, beheaded themselves, but then they didn't make it. Which, so it's a it's a toss up whether you're gonna make it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for the older slugs, like, and it, but it said it it wouldn't really matter because they probably won't survive much longer than what they were anyways. Like they were old enough to where they were gonna die soon, so the chance of regenerating isn't that big of a deal. But uh, they can live with a heart, so the slugs can live without a heart, probably because their heads are small and can take oxygen from their body's surface. And, and one of the slugs in the experiment was able to complete the regeneration process twice. Hmm. Um, so other other slugs can regenerate appendixes or other parts of their body, but this is an extreme case. I did not know slugs had appendix appendixes. I don't know. So, but there's a. a it comes from the article I read was a CNN article, and it. Um, oh, someone read it this morning, Carrie Fogel. <gasps> Sweet. Yeah, it was a CNN article, and uh, it had a video of it it was pretty cool although i mean kind of nasty and disgusting but so my question for you all is if if you could behead yourself and and recrow your body would you do it no No? Uh, okay why because you're well you're saying that there are some that did it and didn't grow bodies back, so you're yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I don't think I could and try would you that come back as the same person, or probably not? Well, same person. Yeah, sure. Your body is. Would you retain your memories? Oh, also, they okay. They said probably because the brain <laughs> is still in the head and it grows from the head. It doesn't like grow a new brain, right? Okay, so what you're saying is the head part regenerates. The head part comes off, walks around for a little bit, and then the body grows back to the head. Oh, see, I thought the body was growing a new head. Yeah. Oh, Bonnie says that makes a big difference. So Terry says depends. Like maybe if you it didn't take very long and you could get something that was like new knees. Oh yeah. Well, that was what I was thinking. You know, like. Then, sure. And as long as I, you know, didn't cut into my schedule (laughs) a whole lot. Yes, that's it, Priscilla. So we can keep trying it over and over until we get what we want. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would be. Well, I wish I'd have known this a long time ago. <laughs> now I'm at the age that I might be one that won't get nothing back. Yeah. You just stay head forever. That's true. No, I honestly thought that the body, like the head was discarded and the body was so growing the body's ahead. Discarded. That makes a, a lot and, and, more sense. And they said, sense. okay, they don't really know why they do it, but one of the reasons was because parasites. So they oh. can get rid of the parasites, grow a new body mm-hmm. and whatnot. But. Yeah, so the head the head walks around, and apparently the body kind of survives for a little bit too. Um, okay, how does is, the head walk around? I, I, well, it's well, a slug. slugs don't have legs, so it's just kind of crawling. So like, <laughs> yes, the, yeah. You can't see my visual enough. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I'm doing what Kathy's doing. Sometimes I wish. <laughs> Next time, Kathy, you need to sit back there. Okay. But I mean, you're fine over there too. But anyways, so be. Slugs that can regenerate their potty. Um, Kristen says, not with a chance that you wouldn't grow back. So that that would be hard. Is it? Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten. Oh, hey, Kirsten. Sweet. Standing up for Kirsten. you, Kirsten. Do you all know Kirsten? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I probably met her. But... You have. Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay. Do you know Josh or Mary Dodson or Cassidy? I know those names, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are... Okay. The, mos- the mosquitoes. Still working. Still working. The three okay. mus- musketeers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder what it would feel like to like lose your body. Would you grow? <laughs> Transition point. Would you? Would you go through grief if you lost your body? Well, I had. I have a friend who lost her arm, and she grieved. Yeah. Grieved that. She yeah. was very. Um, she had, it took her a long time to get over that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you would grieve any loss of ability or yeah. or image of yourself that if it had to change. Speaking from experience, yes, you grieve your body parts. Oh, okay. Yeah. With I was going to say, Kathy, oh, okay. lost hair. a body part. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Kathy doesn't have a toe. I don't have a toe. You, so you got to tell that story if it's not too no, invasive. Not. Okay. When I was three years old, um, I was with my mom on a riding lawnmower. Yeah. Long story short, that accident she doesn't happened. have a I toe. Off in an old-fashioned lawnmower with a big, huge deck. Stepped yeah. off, and instead of stepping off and back, I stepped off and under, and I lost my right big toe. So at three years old, you have to learn how to walk all over again. Yeah. And because of this, I can't, I can't um, ice skate, ski, things like that that okay. require a lot of balance. Oh, wear yeah. flip flops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. That's of everything. I'm gonna say this. And it sounds silly. <laughs> that is the one thing I hate. I don't care about the skiing. I don't care about the ice skating. But the fact you can't wear yeah. flip flops. Oh gosh, that's rough. So, so okay. As a three year old, do you, do you like remember the pain of that yes. moment? Oh, I bet. Gosh, that yes. would hurt. There's a lot of. Some of it is. Um, Im- they're just images. Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that for sure. So. Okay, cool. So today uh, we are talking about. Oh, Carrie says hi to Priscilla. She says, she's laughing at you though somehow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Today we're actually talking about grief a little bit, uh, not perci- specifically about grief, but about what how we can be good friends in grief and things not to say. Um, so I have a couple of articles here. One's from uh, Psychology Today, which has some great thoughts. And then one's from uh, a biblical kind of place as well. Uh, and so the article is like, says, Our fear of death often overcomes our reasoning abilities, ties our tongues, and leaves us feeling mentally challenged when we are with someone who is grieving. 
And then, so most of us kind of come at a loss for word. And uh, of course we're doing this because the Morgan family is grieving and, and, and really as a church, we're grieving as well. Um, and sometimes people say very, very bad things um, when they're grieving. So I, I guess I can ask you guys first. Has anyone said something really bad to you when they're grieving or when you are grieving or when you've experienced something? Or any stories? I have one story. Um, okay. And I'm, I first want to say, I don't think that people do this on purpose to be cruel. I yeah, think they're doing absolutely. their best. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is very specific to my situation when I um, lost friends in college. Mm-hmm. The university took um, had a memorial service and they canceled classes for the morning. Yeah. And I went back to my dorm and I was in, I was in the restroom in my team uniform. Yeah. And somebody came in and said, oh, wasn't it nice to have no class this morning? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no, I don't remember what I said. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, at least the, I, what that's in your article, yeah. at least those at least oh, statements. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember anything. But part of that is sometimes you don't always remember stuff. Yeah. when you're grieving. So. It's true, you don't. You guys, I don't think your body can store memories yeah. when you're really hardly, when you're grieving very hard. So, yeah. Do you yeah. guys have any memories or thoughts? Or I just think that sometimes, like you were saying, that people try to make you feel better. And sometimes it's hard to put things into words. And mm-hmm. so when the, in the process of them trying to help you feel better, things don't always come out right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you know, and the thing is, is you're hearing it, you know they don't mean it the way it's That way, but it, it comes out very, yeah. Yeah. very wrong. Um, Absolutely. So, do you have any thoughts, Priscilla, before I read more? No, just the same thing. I mean, yeah. people are, they're trying to help, and and when you're in that state, even though you know they're trying to help, sometimes it just gets the best of you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. And and um, one of the things it says, it says, sometimes making making certain comments come through our own discomfort mm-hmm. and uh, trying to minimize or fix the grief. But right. grief is fix not something grief. that you can you fix. fix. Um, and uh, so that's not good. So a couple of the things that they said that would be examples out of the most offending. Some of these you're like, oh, of course I w- wouldn't say that. But some of them are things that are, are worth thinking about and realizing, okay, I shouldn't necessarily say that. One was you need to put this behind you. That's kind of silly. <laughs> um, I thought it would. I thought you would be more upset, <laughs> and so that that's judgmental of how a person feels. Um, everything happens for a reason. Um, that's a goofy one. Yes. Um, I God wanted them more. Oh gosh, than that's you a horrible did. one. Yes. Yeah. Don't say that. But that's horrible, and a lot of that's even bad theology. I think mm-hmm. so. Um, others have it worse than you. Wow. I I can't imagine saying to someone who's going through grief. Um, are you over her yet? She's been gone for a long time. I think... I think that's a breakup related one. Yeah, that could, that could be. That could be. You're right. But also, like, I think a, a part of the point of that is grieving takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And, yes. like, and, like, in some sense, you get to a point where you're more healed, but also, in a sense, it, it never goes go away. away. Never yeah. Away. Yeah. Uh, you must be strong. Yeah, they said that's not super helpful. She wouldn't want you to be so sad. 
Uh, yeah, that's trying to tell someone the way they should feel. Mm -hmm. um, you're still young. You can always remarry. That's <laughs> one. Obviously connected with marriage, which is not good because you're still grieving. Um, God wanted him more than you. Heaven needed another angel. That's just like horrible. Don't yeah. say that. Bad theology as well as like. My um, my grandmother lost a child. Mm. Um, yeah. My dad is one of 13 children. Yeah. And a brother of his drowned when he was a teenager. And um, they came to her at the funeral and said, well, at least you have 12 other children. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. And good for my grandmother. And this is something that this story has lasted through the generations. That's how yeah. badly it was taken. But she turned to the person and she said, yeah, but I only had one Kenny. Yeah. Oh, you know, good. and, yeah, and I'm response. glad she did that. That's a great response. Absolutely. Another, um, another thing people say is God will never give you more than you can handle. Sometimes people say these things and they think they're biblical, but they're not, they're not at biblical. all. They're yeah. like, and you hear things like this on like Christian radio sometime or popular Christian places, but they're not helpful and they're also not biblical. Like that's not a thing. Um, I know just how you feel. That's silly. <laughs> like, all, First of all, all grief is unique indifferent and, and then secondly that is more like i like making it about yourself like i know how you feel um yeah and then you you do have other children that's that's another one so these these statements um are judgmental and controlling most of the time mm -hmm. and again make it, it when we say things like this it's more about what we're trying to do or fixing uh, fix people or help the grief go if you away. had more faith yeah yeah oh gosh those oh, are wow. just the worst um that's that's where is again there, where is there sin in your life that you're yeah. not oh gosh that's pretty bad too so <laughs> are you looking at this one more or i'm looking just... i'm just looking right okay, here cool. and i i feel like i've heard these not directed toward me but i've heard them yeah in yeah. other contexts yeah, which that that's a very very bad view of God and our relationship mm -hmm. with God. If we think that, um, which Jesus corrected when he was on Earth, if you just read the Gospels, but that's okay. Sorry, I'm getting mm -hmm. emotional about this. <laughs> frustrated. It's at an emotional topic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, if you had more faith, don't start with at least. Don't attempt to minimize another person's pain. Um, don't use cliches or platitude. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. Look on the bright side. He's in a better place. <laughs> She's an angel now. He's with the Lord. Like, in one, uh, yeah, that's just not helpful. So, um, don't instruct the person. Those are those are really bad. So, those, we're thinking about, we've been sharing some of the bad things. What are um, some of the good positive things that we can do to help people when they're grieving. Do we have thoughts on that? Just listen. Just listen. That's good. Yeah. Just keep your mouth closed. Yeah. Unless it's to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. How can I help? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes a lot of people just need to talk it out. Yeah. Like, talking it out makes it more like they're, they're easy. Yeah. Well, and just to remember, too, that that nobody is going to grieve the same way. So if yeah. you grieved one way, you shouldn't tell a person that they should grieve that way, too. Mm -hmm. um, they are going to do things their own way. Yeah, absolutely.
Mm-hmm. I, I remember being being a chaplain at the UK hospital, and it was like the point of what you're there for is to just be with them on their journey of whatever they're going through and to show care for them. Mm-hmm. And either they're going to continue on their journey or they're not, but you're not going to help them by trying to force them along their grief path, right? Like, um, it's just a matter of showing love and, and kindness and, like Kathy said, listening. Um, a couple of things that I, I read that they mentioned was some one comment that's not helpful that seems kind of helpful is to say, well, what can I do to help? Because when you're grieving, like, you, you can't really know. think. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what you can do to help. Like, and it said, like, what you should do instead is, like, just say, hey, I'm coming over to cut your grass. Or, hey, I'm coming over to clean or do laundry or something for you. I've ordered um, some food for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so so that was kind of one of the things. Because a lot of times people in grief, they don't know what they need at that They point. don't know. Exactly. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so a few things that they said might be helpful, more helpful to say is, I don't know how you feel, but I'm here to help you in whatever way you need me. Obviously, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss is good. I wish I had the right words to say. Just know I care. Like, there's nothing that we can say that's going to fix grief. No. Um, and it's not our responsibility to do that either. Yeah, absolutely. And you so- know, I made a lot of dumb choices as a parent, and I did a lot of dumb things. But one thing that I did right was um, we took our boys to the funeral of a neighbor's father, and um, instructed mm-hmm. them on what to say when they went through the receiving line, oh, just to good. say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And um, one of my kids did not get a chance to say it. And later I said, went and knocked on their door. And I said, what were you talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to go and say, I'm sorry, Mom. Oh, I was like, oh that's good. I have my one shining moment as a parent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and sometimes um, this says few things to say, I love you, to do. A wordless hug can be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, a card that simply says, I grieve with you is good. I, that's where I feel like people send cards and they, they have, they say things on the card because yeah. they're trying to put something down. They don't know what to say. I feel like that sometimes is when um, people. people mess up and say <laughs> silly stuff. My mom, when my dad passed away, said someone sent her a card that said like, Heaven is rejoicing <laughs> that, your father, that, that he's in heaven. And she's like, that doesn't that does, No, like, I'm, I'm not rejoicing. Like, be quiet. Um, so, yeah. And I would say for the Morgans, um, if you're bringing food, they have a lot of dessert. Yeah, they have a lot of dessert. <laughs> Which desserts are nice and easy for people to make. But Don't they feel also that you like have to fruit and salad add. and vegetables, yes. too. So, um because you don't like, I mean, I mean, when you're grieving, sometimes you want that type of thing, but they have a lot of that. So if you're bringing food or whatnot, but also I think it, it if you're writing a note, I think it might be nice to share a memory of yeah. why that person was special to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, big too. Because I think that's helpful. Um, but don't don't equate your loss with their loss. We had yeah. somebody come to say, well, I knew him too, so I'm grieving, and I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't yeah. know them. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know them. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely not the same. And, yeah. And with that, I think making space for them to share stories yes. is good as well. Like, um, Tell me about yeah, 
like, hey, I didn't know Rimmelson as well as you did. Would you mind telling me something about him that you loved about him or whatnot? And mm -hmm. that, that memory and retelling memories can be uh, such a good and healing thing. Yeah. I'm going to say I, I watched the video on that's attached to Rimmelson's mm -hmm. obituary and it was yeah. wonderful. It was wonderful. Cool. And I learned of the many ways that he was family mm -hmm. for so many different people and yeah. and his soccer team and, and the kids growing up together. And um, I appreciated that quite a lot. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't watched that yet, but I should have known. So. Yeah. Yeah, so any other thoughts or ideas? So summary, just, just be thoughtful of what you say. Um, don't allow your, like, your anxiousness to come out because oftentimes when we say something stupid, it's because of I'm anxious about this grief. Um, and just don't make somebody who's going through grief comfort you. Yeah, that's big too. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, you know, you're there to comfort them. Yeah. If yeah. you need comfort, go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you have any other thoughts, Priscilla? I was just thinking I have a friend who lost his dad back in December. Mm -hmm. And he was grieving, and he, he said a thought came to him that eventually his mourning would turn to joy. The memories that he had right now are so mm -hmm. vivid, and they yeah. make him sad because his dad's not there. But yeah. he said at some point that's going to turn to joy. Those memories will be joyful, mm -hmm. and that helped him. And I was thinking today my dad's been gone 29 years today. Yeah. And I do remember a time when he first passed how... Every time I thought of him, every waking moment, it was so sad, and I yeah. mourned him. But my grief, eventually, that morning, turned to joy, thinking about all the times we shared and the good things. The grief is still there, mm -hmm. but it makes it bearable. Yeah. And so when that morning turns to joy, mm -hmm. you know, the thoughts and the, all the great memories that people have had with Reynoldson, eventually those memories will be so joyful just to think about yeah, the yeah. times that they shared together and it will make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a difference too between encouraging your own self in that way. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe if we were to say that to somebody else, it might not hit the same right. <laughs> yeah, as true. we, as we that's encourage true. ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like I would be able to encourage myself with, um, blessed are the, those who, that mourn, they yeah. shall be comforted. And that would encourage me in my own grief. I'm not sure if I would take that to somebody else. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, for sure. At the moment, because yeah. it's just really hard. That's it's good. hard. Grieving is such a, it's, you, you, it's hard on every part of you. It's hard on your physical body. Um, it's exhausting. Um, it's hard on your, on your brain. Um, yeah. We talked already that sometimes your memories don't stick when you're yeah. going through a period of grief. It's hard on your soul and your spirit. It's just hard. Yeah. It's just hard. Absolutely. So. Anyway. We can't fix stuff. <laughs> but we can love people. That's yeah, right. but we, we can love people well, and that's kind of um, kind of the point. So, uh, but that's uh, kind of wrapping up our conversation, unless we have anything else to share on that. So let's love well and. And again, grief lasts for a while. And and one thing, one more thought. Sorry, I think uh, I think people sometimes, you know, um, anniversaries of deaths is a good time to send a card and things. And and sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to like upset them, them again. But it's like they're not gonna they're not gonna forget. And you reminding them 
it's will make thing. them feel more cared for. Like, oh, someone remembered, you know? I have a friend that my dad passed away on St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. And every year she sends me a... Mm, yeah. And it's just, and it's simply a thinking of you today kind of towards me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. So, that's great, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I mean, my twin and mine's accident's November 15th. I, I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> like, and and, it, and it's like you saying something is more of like you care for me and I appreciate that that you remember that. So mm-hmm. that's good. Anyways, so um, if, if you don't know, you probably already know today is the viewing uh, for Rimmelson from 5 to 8 in our sanctuary. Uh, tomorrow uh, is the funeral at 2 and then uh, they're going to Franklin to allow uh, some of the um, folks there uh, to be a part of stuff on Thursday. Um, we are not going to have a Wednesday night Bible study this week just due to the funeral um, and, and everything else going on. So we are not doing that this week. We'll, we'll pick up on that next week. Um, other than that, uh, daylight savings time changes this weekend. So uh, Saturday night, set your clocks ahead, or if it's on your phone, it'll probably do it yourself itself. But um, just know that that's coming and we lose an hour before service, right? So Me too. that's okay. But and camp in the city registration is open now. Ooh, yeah. They're calling themselves Pine Cove City now, not just okay. camp in the city. But um, I have a lot of scholarship codes to give out. So tell the little people in your life they should come to camp yeah. May 31st through June 4th. What's the age group for It is for kids who have finished kindergarten through fifth grade. Okay. Um, and I am looking for host homes for the counselors, and I would, I'm really hoping um, I would prefer to give uh, host homes to those who have been vaccinated. Okay. So cool. um, if you are vaccinated, I hope that you um, think about maybe Is that in June? doing a post. Uh, yes. End, okay, sorry. end of May. You probably said that. <laughs> the wrong word. Uh, okay. Be a post home. Host home. Okay. Host, host home. <laughs> You it's know, a lot of fun. These kids, the, yeah, the uh, the counselors that come, they're amazing people, That's and it's cool. a lot of fun to to build a relationship with folks that you might see again, and yeah. you can at least have a touching point with. So yeah. Also, if you have kiddos, Aldersgate Camp is actually doing mm-hmm. camp this summer, and we're excited. We're for looking them. forward to a better summer. They're doing. Uh, they have a lot of restrictions, but they are doing camp, yeah. and they're going to. We have can do anything, can't campus, we? So it's fun. So absolutely, hopefully. Cool. Yes. We have a lot of various um, topics and or folks saying hi and, and stuff about grieving. So glad that you all could join us uh, today. Is that it for now? Basically, there's not a huge amount. Um, so I am going to play. We are so happy to have Priscilla. Yes. yes. And she has Kathy made my day today. Jill. So it's been fun. It's. Uh, and you, I, John, you made my day every day. Thanks. I was going to be. Without them, if it was just me, it would just be boring. So, not that I'm boring, but having more people adds, like, having more people adds to a conversation and fun stuff. So, anyways, how can I get this over here? Okay, I'm going to play closing music, and I'll send this out with a blessing. We'll be here next week, Tuesday. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm, and may he bring you home rejoicing 
at the wonders he has shown you. Go in peace, everyone. You can say bye. Oh. Bye. Bye.